Football is a way of life. This is football, chump. All you gotta do when a man gets the ball is tackle him. Get it? The man with the ball, bring him down. Football is about controlling that anger, harnessing that aggression into a team effort to achieve perfection. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And then you will run a mile. You block about as good as a jelly donut. You know that? People can learn a great deal from a skillfully played football game. What civilized person would play a game with the skin of an innocent pig? Let's talk about playing football. Here's Danger Dean with the BNW in the PNW. Welcome to the Broncos Northwest Podcast. My name is Danger Dean. Thank you so much for joining me this week. This edition, a few ways you can reach out to contact the show. If you'd like to join the show and and lend your opinion, your voice, uh, social media, easy to find us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at the BNW podcast, um, or you can just search for the BNW podcast there in the search bar. Broncos Northwest podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to use the email route or use the phone number, call, text 731-4-DANGER. Leave a message and we'll make sure to share your opinions on the show. We are just cruising through the month of February which means we are getting closer and closer to the first milestone that I, I like to call of the offseason, and that is free agency. And, and before we know it, that's exactly where we are going to be. Uh, however, before we get there, a lot of the chatter that we've been hearing the last couple of weeks, well, it continues. And, and I don't think it's really going to die off until free agency actually hits and we see where the proverbial chips fall. Uh, and I'm talking about Deshaun Watson. I'm going to go ahead and stand by what I've said this whole time, and there is just no way Deshaun Watson becomes a Denver Bronco. I'm not saying that I don't want him to be a Bronco. I'm just saying the price tag that comes along with him, uh, what you'd have to give up, and then what you'd have to pay for him once you actually get him on the team. I just think that it's it's uh, steep and too steep for the Denver Broncos. Um, that doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of vocal support for Deshaun Watson to the Broncos, and that is in the form of team members or members of the team already. Uh, Kareem Jackson, he's been petitioning for Watson to Denver. He's actually said that Deshaun Watson has interest in coming to Denver as well. Kareem Jackson obviously played with Watson in Houston. ESPN, NFL Network, they're backing these sentiments that he's interested in playing in Denver. Jerry Judy is also petitioning. Now, that one I take with a grain of salt because I can't help but think of his his rookie season. I mean, should he really be evaluating quarterbacks at this stage? Got to work on those drops, I think, before you lend your opinion. Speaking of the Houston Texans, I mean, that is just a, an organization that is falling apart um, by the week, it seems like. Uh, they've parted ways with J.J. Watt. Now, he, he did request his release, obviously, because of the tumultuous environment that they have down in Texas. So that opens up the door. Where does J.J. Watt go from here? Pittsburgh, a lot of people are saying maybe he goes to the Steelers to play with his brother. What a duo that would be. One scenario that I did see had the Broncos signing J.J. Watt and then using him and Kareem Jackson to lure Deshaun Watson into a a reunion of sorts. But I think that reunion could really happen anywhere. Sans Kareem Jackson. I just don't see it happening. And I, I, there's a lot of passionate Denver Broncos fans that really do think that this is going to happen. And, and I respect that opinion. I just, 
I just can't see it happen. Now, if, if they can pull this off without breaking the bank, I'd love to see it. The reason I wouldn't want to see it is because, as I've said before, I just don't see the point of giving up the farm for for one guy that really hasn't proven much in the playoffs. One win? I'm just not sold on giving up that much for one guy. What Would I be willing to see the team give up for Deshaun Watson? I'm actually okay with the draft picks. It's the extracurricular that they're asking for. The young defensive players, or any players for that matter. I don't mind them giving up the first round pick this year. I don't mind them giving up the first round pick next year. Even a couple seconds doesn't bother me. It's when you start adding in important pieces to the defense or even the offense. When you start adding them in this trade package, it becomes a little bit of a mess, in my opinion. Because as I just said, you're going to have to pay Deshaun Watson a whole lot of money once you do get him here. That has an impact on the cap space. And I think having serviceable rookies to fill in those gaps that are going to be needed is a much better strategy. And much cheaper than having to find those replacements in free agency. And then we have to put into consideration that the Texans haven't even given their blessings to even trade him. So at this point, he's not even on the block. This is all just lip service. And then I go back to what I was saying a couple weeks ago, and that is I fear that Denver could be just being used as a way to get more money or as a a bargaining chip for Watson and his camp. Where it is being reported that he's interested in playing for Denver, we're not really sure if those feelings are true. Because let's be honest, we haven't heard anything from Watson himself. This is all uh, second or third person accounts. And it's not unheard of for a player to speak out about something that they're upset about. Because basically what eventually happens is that player gets his way. Simply all they have to do is threaten to sit out games. So I do believe that the likelihood of Watson getting traded is rather high. We just haven't seen any movement from Houston or Watson himself as far as him verbally releasing statements saying, I'm done with the Texans, but I'm interested in the Denver Broncos. We just haven't seen that yet. Could this be the work of agents or people closer to his camp trying to put out stories to create smoke where there's not necessarily a fire? If Team B hears that Team A is garnering interest from this player, then maybe Team B decides to up the ante on what they're willing to trade. Does that make sense? I just fear that Denver Broncos fans are setting themselves up to be heartbroken. And I say heartbroken because I think of another quarterback that I've seen some rumors about being interested in playing in Denver, and that is Carson Wentz. I mean, talk about two completely different conversations. Both would have to be acquired by a trade, but the reactions in Broncos country would be vastly different between a Deshaun Watson and let's say a Carson Wentz. I've even seen some reports on Twitter talking about Carson Wentz being a viable candidate for quarterback in Denver, a possible landing spot for a trade. And I, man, where I wouldn't mind seeing Deshaun Watson in in an orange and blue uniform, I would absolutely scoff at the idea of Carson Wentz playing in Denver. And I mainly say that because what happened to his confidence? We saw a good season out of him, and then the confidence started to trickle. And that happened after Nick Foles was brought in. So if there's even a threat 
that he could be pulled for another player. Is that a situation you even want to put Carson Wentz in and be the team that has to deal with that quote-unquote quarterback drama? I don't think Denver and Carson Wentz are the pairing necessarily, but I don't blame Broncos fans for starting to look elsewhere when it comes to ideas about who's going to play quarterback for the team next season. I guess we'll see just how interested in Denver Deshaun Watson really is as we inch closer and closer to free agency. So again, I'm not saying that I wouldn't want Watson on the team as long as they can figure it out monetarily, you know, with the money that isn't mine that I'll never have or have a say in. Got some news to get to. Join the show, 731-4-DANGER. The Broncos making some moves, signing defensive end Isaiah Mack from the Patriots practice squad. Uh, He was actually an undrafted free agent in 2019. He played with the Tennessee Titans, and then he went to the Patriots in 2020. Uh, But there's another Tennessee Titans connection there to go along with Jarrell Casey, who will also be returning in the 2021 season at full health. Granted, he wasn't a part of the Tennessee Titans team that we saw dominate last season, at least early on. But to have a little familiarity with Jarrell Casey on that defensive side, I think will be beneficial for the Broncos. With the signings also come some cuts. And this one was a little shocking because of the lack of depth at the cornerback position. The Broncos announced they cut A.J. Boye. Now, To me, this tells me they have plans to make some noise in free agency. And there's plenty of names that are hitting the market. Uh, Taking a look at Pro Football Focus, they've got the top five listed as William Jackson of the Bengals, Richard Sherman, Dick Sherm, uh, Desmond King of the Chargers. Now, that's a name I'd be shocked if the Broncos didn't at least inquire about given that he played within the division. Uh, Mike Hilton is parting ways with the Steelers, and Shaq Griffin, who played with the Seahawks, will also be a free agent. So we've got some names, some serviceable names, that are all viable options. And a lot of that hinges on the price tag that comes along with some of those players as well. Obviously, um, as we saw at the end of this past season, they're in the market for the depth at the corner position. But how much depth is needed? Uh, you got to remember how many injuries that we saw. Duke Dawson, A.J. Boye, who we just talked about. Bryce Callahan, he was injured. So how much are they willing to spend on another cornerback? And again, I do think that we're going to see some kind of movement there in free agency. Maybe someone that wasn't named in that top five. Patrick Peterson will be available. Interesting name there. How much does he still have left in the tank? Is he the same as Richard Sherman in that sense? Could you get him at a discount? These are the questions um, that I have around players like that. And I'm not against them looking for this help in the draft. I just think a veteran in this case makes more sense. Are there any names that jump off the paper to you? I'd love to hear your opinion. Again, 731-4-DANGER. Call or shoot me a text message. And what other players are on that free agency list? Well, we only have a couple of weeks until the market opens up and the fun begins. In fact, let's get into free agency. If you happen to see Tim Tebow, can you ask him to unblock Danger Dean on Twitter? Tell him he didn't mean it, and he'll never say it again. It's the Broncos Northwest Podcast. Last week, I posed the question, what areas of need need to be addressed in free agency? And what players do you have in mind? First off, let's look at the Broncos and the free agents that they have to worry about first. Justin Simmons, the guy was second in the league in interceptions in the 2020 season with five. Five interceptions last season in a losing campaign. Imagine if there was a team 
that could make it to the playoffs, what kind of damage Justin Simmons could do. I think he is the guy you need to take care of first and foremost, you would think. However, it actually looks like they're going to slap him with the franchise tag again. So <laughs> at the moment, no contract for Justin Simmons. That is crazy to me. What does a guy have to do to earn that contract, that big money contract? And, and why wouldn't it be the Denver Broncos that pay him? I really do fear that this is going to lead to his final season as a Bronco. Hopefully that decision doesn't come back to bite us in the booty, kind of like the Shaq Barrett deal did. I'm going to get to him in just a sec. Uh, Shelby Harris is another name that has been brought up as far as being in the organization. He's going to be a free agent and likely to get some attention with his big, beautiful hands and those long-ass arms. The ball swatter. That's what I call him. And sadly... I don't think the Broncos feel a sense of urgency with him. At least that's what it feels like in the media, which is where we obviously live as we're not a part of the team. But if I were to guess, I think Shelby Harris walks. You keep one, you lose one. But there are some big names on this free agency list. But the needs the Broncos need to fill? Well, obviously a quarterback. We've been talking about it for weeks. But who? Now, personally, I'm a fan of Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I think that would cause more problems at the position, more than there needs to be. I would like to see maybe a Tyrod Taylor or a Jacoby Brissett, uh, two guys that aren't going to cost a whole lot of money to sign. And then once they get to Denver, their job would be to push Drew Locke to the next level. And you would assume that would be the case with the improved offensive line and all the pieces that are coming back healthy. Either way, I think the quarterback position needs to be addressed in free agency. Whether it's one of the names that I've mentioned, whether it's a name that I haven't mentioned, or whether it's them trading for Deshaun Watson, that, that position needs to be addressed before we make it to the 2021 season. Even if it is signing a backup for Drew Locke and telling Drew, hey, you're the starter going forward, we're going to need some answers and a better one than Drew Locke and Brett Rippon in my opinion. Another need, like we talked about earlier, quarterback, and I don't really have a name in mind, but I do want to see the Broncos be aggressive when free agency hits. And this could be an area where it could pay off. And the same with the safety position. Lots of names that could be serviceable under Vic's defense, but as I mentioned, I would really like them to get something done with Justin Simmons rather than slapping him with the franchise tag and seeing what happens. And what about the offensive side of the ball? Any gaps, any holes that you can think of that they would need to fill? Uh, tight end, wide receiver, offensive line? Really, I, I, I see those three positions, and oddly enough, I, I feel like they're okay as far as those positions are concerned. Do those rooms need some veteran leadership, something like that? Potentially, but... What's out there? What's what's to be offered? As far as tight ends go, not a lot of tight ends. Jared Cook is a name that, that jumps off the page. Um, other than that, there's there's really nothing else. I personally am really excited to see how Noah Fant grows and where he goes in his career as it starts to develop. Nick Vanette, also very serviceable. I think he did a great job in the 2020 season when he was called upon when Fant was out. And, you know, if they wanted to go free agents who know the system, perhaps they reach back out to Jeff Hireman. No one's picked him up yet. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason for that. And we can't forget about Jake Butt. 
the booty man, Jay Booty, he's still on the team. If if he can stay healthy, he could be an asset as well. Um, as far as wide receivers go, Chris Godwin is slated to be a wide receiver. However, at the Super Bowl celebration, Bruce Arians told Godwin on stage in front of the world, well, the world watching, that they would do whatever it took to get Godwin back on the team next season. So I, I don't think he's going to be an option. Will Fuller on that list. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's slated to become a free agent, but it more than likely is going to end up him returning to the Steelers. Uh, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, there, there are a few names out there, but again, there's not much out there I think would be an improvement, at least to that extent, to what the Denver Broncos already have. If you're looking for that veteran leadership, again, the wide receiver room is the same as the tight end room to me. I feel like they're in a really good place. If they can get Tim Patrick signed, they get Cortland Sutton back. We saw Hamler really shine. So a lot of potential in their wide receiver room. Um, if we look at the offensive line, we've got a lot of pieces that have improved in the last season, season and a half. Uh, Garrett Bowles is one that jumps right off the page for me. Outside of that, the, the line is pretty young, very talented, very hungry. Dalton Reisner, really like what I see from him. Again, depth would really be the only concern. And I think it's easy to forget that we have pieces coming back like Juwan James, who sat out the 2020 season, not because he was injured, but because of COVID, he opted out of the season. But who's to say that those two things don't go hand in hand? He took a season off. Maybe a lot of his injuries, those ailments that were preventing him from playing or playing effectively the previous couple seasons, you get those taken care of. And next season, perhaps we get a, a healthy, hungry Juwan James that will actually be ready to show up to work and not milk the Denver Broncos for every penny they have. So as far as the offense goes, I don't know if there's necessarily glaring needs Outside of the quarterback, that, that really is the only offensive piece that really needs to be figured out. George Payton has his hands full. And since we're talking about free agency, I'm going to go ahead and rattle off my selfish, probably won't happen choice. But Shaq Barrett of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he is slated to become a free agent this offseason. And I would love it if Shaq Barrett came back to the Broncos. How nice would that be, right? A welcome home to the now two-time Super Bowl champion. And you know the Broncos love their pass rushers. In all likelihood, he'll probably re-sign with the Bucks. I mean, I can't see why they wouldn't be willing to back up the Brinks truck right up to his house. Pull it into the garage while you're at it. And it looks like Jake agrees with me. He says the defense really needs some help. Cornerbacks for sure. Whether we use the draft and free agency for that, I don't mind. And when we talk about the draft, I'd like to see them go a little more defensive heavy this go around. I mean, last year it was offensive, offensive, offensive. We've got a lot of offensive pieces. I would like to see them maybe find a defensive end or perhaps a linebacker that can wait for it, defend the tight end. What a concept that would be. And a breath of fresh air in. Denver, as that seems to be something that's eluded the team for years and years and years. 
And when you look at the AFC West alone, they need a guy that can defend the tight end. Travis Kelsey in the Kansas City Chiefs. You've got Darren Waller with the Raiders. If he can stay healthy, Hunter Henry in Los Angeles. These are teams they play twice a year. That's no surprise. They need someone that can defend the tight end. Without a doubt, the Achilles heel on the Denver Broncos. And I think as soon as they get the quarterback position figured out, whoever it may be, a lot of these pieces will start to fall into place. And I'm trying to remove my orange tinted glasses when I say that I really do think that the Broncos could be a playoff contender in the 2021 season. Now, I've also been saying this since they won Super Bowl 50, so maybe I'm just lying to myself. Have your opinion heard on the next episode? It's assignment Broncos country time. We talked about the players we'd like to see the Broncos sign to the team when free agency starts, but what players would you be okay with the team letting go? And what's your reason? Money? Attitude? Decline in play? Share your thoughts at the social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all at the BNW Podcast. You can shoot an email at broncosnorthwestpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can call or text in 731-4-DANGER. Phone line is always open. All you got to do is leave a message. Voicemail, text message, 731-4-DANGER. I'll read your opinions on the next episode. My name is Danger Dean. Thank you so much for joining the Broncos Northwest Podcast. Until next time, bye. Bye.